Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. We both know that we're grown. Real experiences, real conversations. Like a real woman would. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the table. Welcome to the Grown Folks Table. Are you all ready to have some Grown Folks conversation tonight? All right. We are ready. Yes. Well, my name is Elisha B. Cash, and I am the founder and president of the National Women's Empowerment Ministry. And I am also the host of the annual uh, Red Dress Brunch, as well as the author of the Little Red Networking book. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the table. I am Joyce Littell. I am the brand manager of News and Talk 1380 WAOK, and I am the host of The Quiet Storm on V103 here in Atlanta. Hello, and I'm Deloitte Grizzle, the immediate past chapter president of the 100 Black Women Decatur DeKalb chapter. And good evening, everyone. I'm holding up the rear today. I'm Vicki B. Turner, and I am the official chairman of the board for the DeKalb Ooh. County Board of Education as of <laughs> January 11th. But in addition to that, my husband and I host a monthly initiative called DeKalb Cultural Exchange, where we bring relevant issues to our community that are impacting our lives. Join us. Well, we're so excited to be at the table, and I'm so excited to be here along with my fabulous co-host. Tonight, we are talking about the inauguration of Joe Biden and the true history making of the first woman and African-American woman, Vice President Kamala Harris. Okay, so we have so much. Yeah, come on, come on, bring it, bring it. (laughs) And y'all feel free to let us know how y'all feeling right now, because, you know, it has been a long ride. Let's yeah. just talk about that. Yeah. Let's just talk about the, the ride and the work that it took to get us here. This is not no overnight type of, you know, happening. And um, I know I, I would like for us to celebrate for at least a week. You know, we, we should just be <laughs> celebratory because for for years we have been underneath this dark cloud and we have mm-hmm. been dreaming for this moment and so it is negative 45 degrees <laughs> right now <laughs> we are minus number 45 and if it's not anything for you guys to parade around your city about right now i think it should how y'all feeling about just the space that we're in well i'm just loving it i would tell you I had a ticket to go to the inauguration, actually, and and I had got my ticket back in, I think, November, and a, a group of us were going. We were all excited about it, but I had ears to the ground up there in Washington, and so when I got a call about, you know, just how things were going up there, this this is long before January 6th, but we were all excited, had our tickets, had our villa down on the wharf. I mean, we were ready for a good time, so I was a little disappointed about that, and and it's just funny how things come to you because we had no idea what January 6th, had no idea all that was going to transpire. But when we decided to cancel, mainly because COVID, you know, the, the numbers started increasing with COVID. And so, and I, I said the fact that Joe Biden, how he felt about 
mask and, and trying to get a handle on this, I said, I'm thinking he, he might shut that city down. And I thought inauguration would be virtual and everything. So so we kind of just pulled back on going for that reason. But I tell you, I woke up that morning and just that entire day for me, it was so such a historic moment. It was, you, you felt just this hope. You've just felt just happy. Whatever was bothering you, you didn't didn't anything bother you on that day? I think we just all enjoyed it. I I was seeing something we had seen in a very, very long time. Uh, this, this unification, just this hope that we hope that uh, we're going to come together. You know, everything is possible. And the most incredible thing for me was Joe Biden's and his speech because he spoke of unity. And I really hope that we would see that on both sides of the aisle. It's going to be very, very important. It was just a compelling speech uh, and, and just full of heart. It was just such a heartfelt speech. And so I really hope that we all will begin. I hope it resonates with everyone. Yeah. And not all, but hopefully some, because there's going to take a lot. He's going to need a lot of support. You know, the infrastructure, he got to work on that. And I'm thinking prayer, support, and all of the people who've been behind him. But yes, you're talking feeling wonderful and good. That's why I'm rocking my purple. I've always been a per person that rocked my pearls. So you all know I've been rocking my pearls 20 years. So. But I, you know, you may see all of my pictures I have on pearls. But I, I'm just so excited. And the ladies were beautiful. They yeah. were beautiful. I'm going to get out the way and let you all talk because I know it was exciting for you all as much as it was for me. Well, I'm going to chime in before Joyce, you know, rocked the AKA thing. <laughs> But I just thought, um, you know, it was it's, it's one of those days that it felt like it was it was just good. I, you know, it's like Dolores, you just you woke up feeling good. You woke up with anticipation and I was not disappointed. I even enjoyed the fact that um, our, our Donald Trump left quietly. He just, you know, he just, I like that. It was no pomp, no circumstances, just, just move on over. And it, it was a good feeling. And, and I, it's a lot we could weigh in on, but I'm just telling you, I am a bona fide groupie of Amanda Gorman. <laughs> that sister girl, she did, she took it over the top for me. I, I've always had an affinity towards Joe Biden I, I liked him when he served with President Obama. And so I've always been a Joe, a, a fan of Joe Biden and his wife, such a, a, a an educator. I, I feel like our, our, our public education system will benefit from having her in our White House and the, the collaboration and the partnerships that we will benefit. And we're going to need it from this COVID space. Mm -hmm. But it was a... I slept good. I slept good. Um, I hate that I couldn't be at a ball, but we we went to the Democrats ball here. Right. And so I was asking my husband, I said, Rob, do we put on gowns and tuxedos, you know, in the virtual space? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> one lady on the one lady on the call, she was dressed, not, you know, head to toe and, and, and um formal attire, but it was nice to see how the uh, Georgia was celebrating last night. And so it was, it's a wonderful day to be an American. Yes. Well, I'm still on a high, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm 
I'm with Alicia. I'm, I'm, I think we need to just celebrate, you know, for, for a week you yes. know, or, or even longer because of how long four years that we had to wait on this moment and all that we had to endure in the process. And so uh, to know that, you know, the change has come and it has, and it has come in such a mighty way, just got me mm-hmm. on this high. I'm just yes. on this high. And, yeah. and, 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 and to see, to see us, you know, yes. in, in such a powerful space, Yes, you know, uh, I, I, I'm sure you all saw when, our former first lady walked down. You you trying to steal my thunder? Because <laughs> no, first I'm sorry, of all, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll let you have it, but I just no. had to give a little little taste no. for that. Yeah, no, no, no. it's <laughs> it's fine. Go right ahead, Joyce. <laughs> but and 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 to see you know our now Madam Vice President, and oh yes, Asara, you know to to <laughs> um to make history as the first woman and then as the first black Asian woman, it was just a great, great feeling. And then to see on social media, how so many of us sisters rocked our pearls and our chest. Yes. You know, yes. I had yes. a problem deciding which color I was going to put on. It was just that exciting. And, and yeah. even my, my 88-year-old mother had on her Savannah State t-shirt with oh. her pearls. Yeah. And I was like, Mama, you got on some chucks. She said, I don't have any of those. But anyway, it was just, it was just an exciting day. And to yeah. be in the communication business, to, to, to be the, the brand manager of mm. a mm. news and talk station mm. and mm. to have the ear of so many people to mold, mm-hmm. you know, what that day was other than when we had to talk about, you know, January 6th. It was just a good feeling to talk about such exciting things. And yeah, my 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 poet laureate, oh, that <laughs> sister was so bad. She was just so bad. So it was yeah. just a good day. I'm still grinning. I'm still smiling. Yeah. I'm still cheesing. After yeah. it, and to be uh, a black woman right about now to help us know that we stand in our own way sometimes, yeah, and that we have to keep dreaming, we have to keep dreaming and pouring that into our young women to yes. let them know you are you are seeing examples, you yes. are seeing examples right in front of your face right now, yeah. and so I'm just glad you know to be in the space to be able to. Talk about it, smile about it, be joyful about it, mm-hmm. and to say we we got we got change coming, and we yes. just got to keep doing what we're doing. We can't let our guards down. We can't stop on this journey. We just got to keep moving. Yes. Well, one of the things I'm I'm kind of you might you all may have to help me if you're watching. Um, you may have to help me um, walk through this feeling. You know, I'm almost feeling as if just a little bit that. Um, the, the victory, the fact that Kamala Harris is the first vice president and that she's a woman, African-American, it is it's, it's not as celebrated as I would like it to be. You know, it's almost as a, just a tad bit, you know, um, w- watered down just a little bit. And I don't know if it has something to do with um, the fact that, well, I hear that some people said, well, well, when Barack Obama got office, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 
It was the shirts with his face on it. It was the bags with his face on it. I mean, it was the parade. Now, granted, it could just be that we're in a pandemic. It could mm-hmm. just be mm-hmm. that. But it's almost as if I, I, I know in the spirit of women, we've been posting and we've been rocking our pearls and our chucks because we're celebrating her. But it's almost as if we have to continue to push and celebrate you know, the ceiling that she came through, because if we're waiting for other people to celebrate her a certain kind of way, we may not get that, you know? And so, um, I mean, talk to me, what do you think about that? Do you think I'm just, is it just COVID or no one's feeling that, that Mm -hmm. same way? I I think it it was COVID. I think think it's COVID too. COVID had a lot to do with it. Yes. You know, I mean, they didn't do uh, hardly any of the stuff that they would have normally done. Yes. Yes. Because of, because of COVID. But I think, I think even with, uh, with her, it, and even with Obama, he was the president. And mm-hmm. so you didn't see a whole lot of, of Biden at the time. You saw That's Obama, right. Obama, Obama. Mm-hmm. We, I, I think I got three T-shirts with him on it. Mm-hmm. I think we, we as, uh, as supporters of her and being gracious and thankful that she has made it is going to be the ones to keep her in the light. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think some of the news outlets did a pretty, pretty decent job on it. I mean, when CNN mm-hmm. did the, um, did the uh, uh, documentary on her last was the last yes, Sunday? Yes, I think that was a very good documentary mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on her, and mm-hmm. they've replayed it since. Yes. So I think I, I want more. I just want more. You just I, I, it now you're just greedy. <laughs> I know. I just I just want more. Yeah. I, I'm not because it. I think for me is. I just don't think it's never been done. I mean, she's done something that's never been done before. Like. No woman, no matter what creed, what color, what nationality, no woman has ever made it to this level before. And if you look across the different countries, they all have want women um, leadership. They all have women leadership um, in some perspective. But the U.S. is just now getting on board with embracing women in certain mm-hmm. leadership roles. And so I guess, you know, I just want to see... Um, African-Americans, um, um, white women, Asian women, all women just I, like. You know what, Pastor E, I, I do believe that the COVID space cannot be ignored. Okay. But, um, I, 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 there's not a person that I've not encountered by either in, in the social media uh, environment, on the phone, everybody, every woman, every this woman is celebrated. I don't believe yes, it's been downplayed. Yes, I think she's. I celebrated. mean, yes. women, women are crying over the possibilities of what they can become now. Yes. Um, it, it, um, the media, I, I do. I feel like she's. You know, we we can always probably find something that they could do a little bit better. But right now, as a race of people. Um, and from every and, and she's she's multicultural and and by what is she she's um she's um African American I think Asian. maybe Jamaican descent uh, and then something else South Asian so she's a yes. she's a, a melting pot within herself and all all of those cultures are celebrating this woman yeah and so um, regardless of how fair her skin is I I I, I celebrate she looks like me. 
And I think, you know, and I, I don't know, this is the woman in leadership with me in me. This is the women's empowerment in me. You know, this is just, you know, my the big celebratory in me just want to continue to make sure that um, that we uh, celebrate her in so many assets. And not only that, continue to um, make sure that we let people know, I mean, the conversation is there, you know, is is easily there for women that we can break this glass ceilings like she broke so many barriers, uh, especially when it comes to leadership roles and organizations. And so my hope in is that having Kamala Harris in office allow us to reflect more about the biases now that we've chose to select her as our leader, you know, that the biases that are in leadership, the biases that come with um, about women not being able to lead. And so to me, I think her being there for women is just so um, empowering to me. I see the comments coming in um, that Libya said COVID affects the celebrate. Hey, Libby. Hey, Libby. COVID affects the celebratory efforts. Um, Keisha says it's the pandemic that has limited our celebration. We are home and cannot get out and celebrate like we want to. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we will see a lot of her going forward because of her historic win. That's what Libby says. And then mm-hmm. she looked at Twitter. Uh, look at the Twitter. Straight thread. broke. Internet. Okay. Okay. And so you, know I what, you, know, you know what, Alicia? You know yes. what? I think she, you know, she has to, she has to do what she has to do in her office. And, yes. and, and the position that she holds. But yes. I think she's going to be like Michelle Obama. Yes. You know, Michelle Obama was, was you know, uh, o- Obama's wife. But Michelle Obama became Michelle Obama yeah. over the four, eight years that they were there. Yes. And, and, and I feel like, and, and, and we just, we just kept loving her even more. We just, we like, oh my God, we love this woman. Yep. We yep. will do the same thing for yes. Kamala yes. because she yes. gonna do what she needs to do in that office. Yes. So I yes. think that will progress. I, yeah. I, I'm gonna forever call her name and and respect you know the works that she's done to get her where she is. Yes. But but you know it all not gonna come in 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 this day in this moment. It's gonna be a a a, a continuous build because mm-hmm. of what she have said she is going to do. And, mm-hmm. but, but, but I think she, I think she's recognized all over the country for her efforts and nobody mm-hmm. is going to let that die. That's Nobody's right. going to do that. Now keep, and keep, keep in mind, keep in mind. And I, and I love this probably one of the, one of the uh, first things that um, President Biden did after being sworn is, and he's is he got to the business of dealing with this pandemic, right? Yes. Yes. Keep in mind that as as happy as we are, as as elated as we are as women, over four hundred thousand people have died, and so we're we're trying to stop that right here. And so they've got they had to hit the road running. Mm-hmm. They had to, and I'm like Joyce. Our, I I always respected Michelle Obama, but I even grew more. Every time she did some, every time she did an initiative, picked up an initiative, every time she was out there, boots on the ground, I, my love and my respect for her grew to such a degree that it could never be dimmed by anything. And right. so I think that we will grow more and more in love with our vice president 
And um, I loved something she said, her mother said to her, she said, you may be the first, but make sure you're not the last to accomplish yes. things. Make sure you're not the last. And that's a powerful statement that a mother could share with a daughter. And I think she won't be the last. I think she's the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, the fact, you know, she's been branded with the pearls and chucks. And when you're in that type of position, the vice president always just play behind the president. It is what yep. it is. That's yep. in all arenas on every level. Down to when I was president, the vice president just plays behind the president. It's all about the president. It and is. So I think that's probably what we're seeing. And the people in Washington is just the, the way everything's structured. And so they, they don't change their structure. You know, they're just. So bent on the way things are. But I think with her brand, I think with the women behind her, because it's the women that brought that party and, and helped that party to win, it's, it was the women. And so I yes. think with the women behind, the women are not going to forget. We're going to keep her name out there. I think mm-hmm. she is going to come into her own and she will have her own space. She will have her own identity, although <laughs> she is playing behind the president, but she mm-hmm. has that seat at the table. And that is what we love now, knowing that she is there. Mm-hmm. She looks like mm-hmm. us and she will be there to, to talk for us because we do need that voice. And she's right. there, so we we can sleep good at night now because we know there's hope. We know there's change coming, mm-hmm. and so I know I feel good. I'm just smiling all yesterday. It's just an unbelievable feeling. I think when I saw that plane leave for Florida, <laughs> uh, I was like, "Bye, boy, bye, bye, boy." <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just excited, ladies. I'm just excited. That's yeah, serious. yeah. You can't yeah. help but to be excited. And honestly, everywhere you went, I, I, I uh, uh, ran out to Ingalls yesterday because we just eating vegetables, and I needed some right quick. And when I walked into Ingalls, it was it was several uh, ladies and people in there, and and we were all smiling like you could just see the smile on their faces. Yeah. And everybody had on pearls. Everybody had on chucks. And I mean, it was just a great feeling to be out amongst a community of people who respected the moment like like we did. And and I know the fire is not going to go out. It's just not going to go out. Yes. What about the kids? I thought it was beautiful. All these young kids with the chucks and and pearls. Yeah. A lot of that. Yes, I did. Yeah, and, and she's gonna end up having her own Converse brand. I believe it. <laughs> you know, I play, I play high school basketball, and that you know that's what we played in in my in my year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, before the Jordans, you know, before Jordans and all that. Yeah, that's what they're right. playing. Converse. Well, well, Dolores, listen when because we're about there neck and neck. Our age, I know. <laughs> but my, my my brother, my brother wanted you have to save your money for the Converse. Converse, right? Before they were called Chuck, they were Converse, right? And so they were only $19.99. But that was a lot of money back then. Yes, so my, mom, my mother would buy what was called, the, the brand was called Buddies. <laughs> and my brother would say, I want I girl, I understand. I remember my brother used to tell me a story like that. And see, yeah. he was a lot older, but when I came along, we were able to get me up here. <laughs> 
Well, well, do you do you all think this is opening up for opportunities for black more black women running for office? I mean, Vicky, um, you're in a an, an office, and you and and we all have circles where people have have run for office. Do you think more women will will run for office? More black women. I do believe it's that fire has been ignited, uh, and it's been taking place for quite some time. Um, I, what I'm amazed at is that we are still in this 21st century in 2021 experiencing first. You understand? Like, yes. you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you heard about first, but we are still in the first, you know, so that means to me, it's still a lot of ground that we need to lay. It's still, and unless we reach back, because one of the things, um, Somebody showed today a slide and it was very, I was telling you earlier, we did a retreat and one of the slides had from the inauguration, it had slide of Garth Brooks and Garth Brooks was singing Amazing Grace. That appealed to the senior generation, right? But mm-hmm. but for the, uh, the, the younger generation, Lady Gaga, you know, and he showed that and how the bridging of that gap between the generations, even in the inauguration. But I think we have to do that for those who we need to teach our daughters. It's got, you've got to speak that over Kennedy's life of that. It's not just growing up a housewife, right? And it's nothing wrong with being a housewife if that's your desire, but we've limited. I wasn't taught that I could, the, the ceiling was, was there for me. Keep going, keep going. My parents just taught me to get a job, pay your bills, and, and, and maybe buy a house, you know, marry that kind of thing. But they gave it very, they kept it about right here. And then they were comfortable in that generation. But I think it's, it's upon us. It, it's incumbent upon us to reach back to the generation of the daughters behind us. That little girl, I go back to the poet, the poet laureate. Mm-hmm. If that is not a sign of the hope of our future. Yes. We produce after that young lady. I'm like, and her mother is a single mother who raised two daughters by herself. And the girl is a, at, at Harvard University and kicking butt and taking names. And she said she's going to run in 2036. Yes, I heard <laughs> Hillary said, told her she can't wait to see her run for president. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's right. I'll still be here. <laughs> Well, I I know we we talked about a little bit about um, Michelle Obama and how she stepped up in the place. I mean, I mean, I when she came through the door, I just had to talk about the the, the attire because of course I paid close attention to all the details and. Honey, she was so laid with the mask on and the curls and that. What what color was that? What color? Oh, that yeah. color? Oh, wine. Wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wine. Everybody's looking for a wine coat. <laughs> and the high waisted pants. <laughs> with the belt. With the belt. Come through. She blew up the internet. I mean, yes, she, she shut it down. When she got out of the car. Yes. <laughs> all, you, all you saw was Michelle. It's like, uh, there's an inauguration going on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> when she stepped stop out them. of that car. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm here. 
She's uh, a showstopper. Yeah. So, and, so, and I think Libby is saying that it was a black designer that uh, designed yeah. her. Yeah. But that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, we, we on the map. We doing some things. Yes. We doing something. Mm. And and I give it to uh, Dr. Jill. I did like her teal suit. And I, her, did I did too. I did too. It looked very nice. Yes. And and then the mask and the I'm all about the gloves. She had the gloves. <laughs> Pretty. Oh I'm, not, I'm not a gloves girl. I'm not a gloves girl. I'm not a gloves either. You know. Uh-uh, I'm not a lo- I'm not a gloves girl. Oh. The only thing she was missing was a hat. If she had a little, you know. No, 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 no. You're taking it too far, boo. Come on. She killed it. I mean. She did. Yes, she did. Yes, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. did. She they the, all the ladies look so nice. And so I saw one in the comments. Someone said that they would like for the media to stop um putting um um Kamala Harris in the same I guess in the same wavelength as the other first ladies. Like they will they want us to totally separate her. And because it's her first role, it's the first time we've had a woman in this role. I believe it's just gonna take us some time to make an mm-hmm. adjustment to make mm-hmm. that separation, you know. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost as if, like, for example, I serve as pastor and first lady. And so call me pastor. <laughs> first lady is fine sometimes, but, you know, I am licensed and ordained. Call me. But, but, but you understand, like, and if for some people that haven't had a, a female pastor before, it may be mm-hmm. uncomfortable. No, we've never had a female VP before. So we're just having to do that bold, um, that bold separation um, that, that is a difference that she's not serving as a first lady by all means. She is definitely um, the VP. She's the first um, VP, yes. And people well, will get used to it because yes. that is what her title is and the correct title because I know in all organizations, even in our organization, it's mandatory you call the officers by their names. You know, yes. immediate pads, a first uh, president, uh, Madam First Vice President, Madam Second VP, you know, so I think everybody will get used to it. Everything takes a little time, but everybody will definitely call her and put her in the right perspective. She is our first uh, Vice President of these United States. Yes, she is. Didn't you, were you all impressed? I was with uh, Pence and his wife. Uh, I think they did the right thing and uh, and it looked like there was a proper passing of the torch from from Pence to uh, Vice President Harris. It's it see they were very personable. I was I was it it, it made me feel good. Consider, oh, considering how um, <laughs> his boss, if you will, had chosen to 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 uh, manage. Now I did hear today on a quick sidebar. <laughs> I, I, I did hear that Donald Trump left a gracious and kind note. Oh, oh boy, he did say. I want to see it. I want to see it. Say. But, but, but Biden, Biden said it was gracious and kind. Well, uh-huh. well, here's the thing. You know, I'm I am going to have to disagree with you, Vicky. Um. Mike Pence, you know, um, being there, he, no, he, he's just there for all show. Where was I not impressed by his presence? You know, the, 
and not at all. And um, he didn't need to pass nothing off to Kamala because he was son Kamala before this whole moment until they wanted to hang him just last week. You know? And I, I'm not son pants. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I, I just can't do any of that. And the letter, you know, uh, <laughs> I can't tell you what Libby said. The letter probably said, you know. I, I <laughs> I thought the letter probably said the infamous words, right? right. When my president came and said it was gracious and it was kind, <laughs> then I have received it as such. I just, don't believe, I just don't believe it. I think Biden, I think Biden was just trying to be, you know, nice and and gone and and shut that little space down and and, and move on. And me too. I'm with you, Pastor E. I, you know, you know, forget Pence. Right. <laughs> Y'all so mean. Y'all so mean. He's a politician. He's a politician. They've been mad for four years. Yeah. He plays the game well. He plays the game well. You tell me he changed in one week? No, he did not change in one week. He had no other choice. He had no other choice to act right that moment. Yes. Y'all so mean. Y'all so mean. He's trying to to run in uh, 2024. That's all that is. This is true. Man, forget you. Forget you. (laughs) (laughs) You See, he had an opportunity to do something about this man a long time ago. So, I'm with you. No, right. we don't want to hear parents. You just, you just trying to do the no, right no. thing. You just and playing then, the game and right then, now. And then, and then, uh, 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 Vice President Kamala's husband was standing up there. He was looking at him. You try something if you want. Yeah, remember how? You, do you remember how her husband went for that guy who what? came to her on that day? I think he got a I think he got a plane, Joyce. Hello. That husband. Bye. 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 I really think that this is the time, um, and you guys tell me what you think about this, that the work really begins now. I know uh, President Joe Biden, he he set the tone um, by meeting with his, his, when he's sworn in his cabinet members and by telling them, okay, the work is now here and laying out his plan, um, talking about the hundred days of mask wearing and, and things like that. So I know he's definitely set the tone. But I think also for us, um, the people that have voted for, um, you know, as we we turn the state of Georgia blue, you know, so we have uh, two seats that are there. But also it's our time um, as voters to hold people accountable. So Mm -hmm. for all the plans and everything that we want, um, that we need to make sure that we do that. But talk about how do we do that? What does accountability look like, um, Vicki? How do we hold um, elected officials um, accountable for the things that they said they were going to do when they got in office? Well, you stay engaged. And mm-hmm. Typically, we we may go to the polls and that may be the last time you show up for four years. You understand? You must yes. stay engaged as a uh, stakeholder. You, mm-hmm. you, you, you call your senators, you call your representatives, you request for those town halls. Cause I've read that some people never have them. They never have discussions with their stakeholders, but you, you engage them. I think we as a people, we tend to, and I, and I hate being as candid as I am. We, t- we tend to be real good hell raisers. Mm-hmm. And so 
we'll get on Fox Five, we'll get on the news and raise some hell about it. But what do you do in between? It's it's a I think we can hold our elected officials accountable by staying fully engaged and and being uh, aware of the issues. Right. I don't think it's we not just look for a handout. I'm not just looking for a box of food. And I understand we're dealing with food insecurity in our communities all over the country. But I don't want just a box of food. I want you to enable me to work. I want you to present me with some jobs, some opportunities and some training programs. That's the kind of thing we have to say and share with our our elected officials. We must stay engaged. It didn't it doesn't go away just because we turned them blue and we had a big party. That the work begins, just like you said, right now. So we wake up every day with a desire to go and change our world. We don't wait just on them. But this is a collaboration, I believe. I think it's a collaboration. Well, now, well, in Africa, go ahead. Want me to go? Well, let me ask, and I want you to answer go this ahead. for me, Lois. Okay. In the African American community, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about um, the Obama administration and how we didn't push as African Americans, we didn't push the uh, Obama administration, Obama. Um, as much and so and that we should have learned from that. So Delois, speak to me about that. You know, how do you feel about us making sure that we push um Kamala for the initiatives and and everyone else that we have elected as as well as Biden for the things that African Americans need? Well, this is what I, I can tell you. Kamala is a friend of the 100. And so I do know that we'll probably have Kamala on some more calls. We had her on calls, you know, before uh, I think she was even announced for the VP. But I think even in all our positions and whatever we could do, we can begin to reach out and have these elected officials. And again, as Vicky was saying, hold them accountable, have these calls, have these town halls. I know we do it as the 100. We kick off in January. So we'll be doing uh, a legislative call uh, uh, January. I think it's the 20. I think it's in February. I'm sorry. But we will be having at least 20 other legislators that we'll be talking about our issues in health, education, and economic empowerment. And we'll sit down with them on a Zoom call and we will talk about those issues. And I really hate the fact we won't be going to Washington because of COVID, because mm-hmm. we will have opportunities to go and sit down with those senators as well. But hopefully next year we'll, we'll get a chance to do that and hopefully I get a chance to meet her. But I think that's what we have to do. We have to, and there's, you, there's opportunity and there are people that can help you get into them. You may not get to them, but there are other people because we have people in Washington who works in the White House, who works in the Capitol, works with the mayor. And so we have those resources that gives us scheduled appointments. So I think it's very, very important we continue to do that, have those meetings with them because they really listen, but they have to know that, you know, they're they're not going to reach out to you. But we have to reach out to them. And we find that it's working. And I think the fact that she is, like I said, a a friend of the 100, I don't think she will forget us or let us down. And I think if we continue to reach out to her, I think she will be on our calls. And when that happens, I'll surely let you all know. Yeah. I mean, I did did owe everything that Dolores and Vicky has said. Mm -hmm. And I think what, what we also have power is through our social media. Mm-hmm. You know, if if something isn't moving in the direction that we need it to move, then we have that outlet instantly. And mm-hmm. and believe me, 
people uh, in their positions have eyes on what the, the, the country is saying, what the community is saying. But we have to be engaging. I mean, that is the biggest thing. We can't we we used our voice to vote. Now mm-hmm. we got to use our voice to say mm-hmm. why we voted you mm-hmm. in there. And mm-hmm. we can't keep our mouths closed. We cannot mm-hmm. do it. We can't sit mm-hmm. among some friends and say, you know mm-hmm. what? You know, I thought Zenza. you know, you have That's to true. actually let that resonate among mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and among the people mm-hmm. who are going to help get it to where it needs to be. So mm-hmm. um, so we won't feel like, you know, our work was disrespected when we went to the polls. And mm-hmm. I, and I think in this day and time, they got to know that. Mm-hmm. They got to know that they can be murdered on the on social media. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could they could be they could be killed right there. Uh and and so I just wouldn't run that risk, you know, uh as a as a, an elected official to know that I did, I I asked these people to support me now I'm in this office and now I got to do the work that they expect me to do and we have to stay on top of that we, do. Yes. we yes. constantly have to stay on top of that we have to know what's going on and how we play a part in it on the local state and on the national level you know what i like them a lot too we, yeah, and, uh, i'm sorry the lord i just wanted to weigh in on uh, i'm sorry the question um he asked as well about um, did we stay on Barack Obama? Did we did we place demands on him? And I hate using the word demands, but expectation. Yes. Um, and, and because we you got you have to look at things from a, a, a more holistic view. Barack Obama was coming against a system. And the Senate was not supporting him. The Congress was not supporting him. And the, the uh, so I commend the work he did. Was there work still to be done? You know, as somebody would say to me, you're dang skippy right. It's still work to be done. But he was coming against systemic racism that played out in, in initiatives that he tried to carry. They shut him down at the pass. We saw it in real time. I think he, I will never discount the work he did. I will never discount that he would became the first African-American man to occupy the highest office in the land. But I know it was a hard lift. It was a heavy lift. And that, that thing became more prevalent and more pronounced with our last president because mm-hmm. he gave permission for it to come out full throttle. Show show who you are. Don't hide it anymore. Don't hide behind robes. Don't hide behind meetings. But if you you, I, I think that Barack Obama did the best. I'm I'm sure he's been in a contemplative state. You have to be having occupied that office on things he could have done even more. But he came against a system that made it very difficult for him to advance the cause of African-American and underserved people. But I still... Well, I mean, I, uh, I, I agree to a certain extent on, on that, Vicky. And then there's a, an, another part of me that says that um, we <laughs> we have not because we ask not. And I don't think that we put enough... Um, uh, we didn't... We could have put more pressure or we not pre- I don't like it like you said I don't want to necessarily use the word pressure or demands but almost um 
hold him uh, accountable the, because we were voters and there were things that we needed. Yes, he was the president of all people, you know, but at the same time, there were other groups that got their initiatives um, taken care of, you know, um, that were that when, at the end of his presidency, they were taken care of. OK, you know, and then so for for African-Americans now, we are empowered by what we learn and what we are exposed to. And we learn from that particular presidency to write out our plan, to be consistent with our ask, to keep coming back to the table to say, no, this, this is what I ask are. This is what we're looking for. We did not do that with that presidency. But I think African-Americans this time around, they are looking for more representation for people that look like them in office, for people that look like them in positions, and for some of the things that we have gone lacking for years. And so we, we this next new generation, they want more. They want more. And I think that is going to be the difference maker in Biden and Harris um, administration. So it well, goes back to what we're saying. People can't just sit on the sideline and not do anything. Okay, yeah. so they went to the polls. So what do you do? I yeah. went to the polls, but what I do? No, I'm writing letters. I'm calling. Mm-hmm. I'm still. I try to get meetings. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just one of those who vote and say I just let it by the wayside. No, we're holding them accountable. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what advocacy is. Yes, that's what the one hundred does. Is what I love about that organization. Not not saying anything about any other organization because we do mobilize. So we have worked with all the sororities and everybody to do uh, this big push with them. But I think that is the most crucial. So now that's what we have to do. We have to come together and say, okay, what are our next steps? What are we going to do within our organizations? But yes, you you must mobilize. You've got to call them. You must write them and you continue to stay on them. Get meetings with them. They will sit down with you. When we go to Washington, I'm I'm sure I I can't say about other people, but other groups, but I do know you can get in there and get meetings with them. So I can't wait for the COVID to be over because... You know, that's what you want to talk to those senators up there. And so, well, you know what? Let me just do a little side, uh, a little poke here. It seems like we've mentioned that 100 quite a bit tonight. (laughs) 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 I put it out there because we're advocates. Some of my best friends are 100s, but Delta Sigma Theta is not. We are mobilized now. <laughs> I, just, I, just I can't sit down on my people. <laughs> well, let me just throw mine in. Don't forget, forget, AKA. Don't forget <laughs> Madam Vice President is an AKA. I just want to shut up. But I, I but, I want to share that she wore purple in honor of Shirley Chisholm, Chisholm who yes. is a Delta signature. <laughs> <laughs> No, we all work together. Yeah, we I, do. I, I wish Libby was here because I love to hear her talk when she's on the when she's on she, when she's sitting at the table with us. But she's yeah. talking about what we're saying. Yeah. I think I think Obama being the first, you know, black man to be in that office was it was the challenge from the get go from the from oh, the beginning. Wow. Yes, and then like she's saying, and like we all know. The power was not balanced then. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I think with the challenges that he had for those eight years is what she said. And I was thinking before she wrote it is what set the groundwork for us to do what we are doing now. And yes. and 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 I think things are just going to be different now because mm-hmm. of the groundwork that he set, the foolishness that 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 one that's gone, you know, brought. And now it, people are like, look, we have this power. We have yes. this power to help, mm-hmm. you know, balance this. And so that's why we got out. That's why, you know, I, I, I my sons, all of his friends were like, we, we had to vote, you know, because of what we knew he faced. Yes. And now well, I, we I mean, have I, a choice. I, I, I just I just still disagree. I, I do. I, I I think if we did, we learned from that experience. I, I do say That's that. That's what we said. But I'm saying we learned because at the end of the day, when we walked away, we achieved having an African-American um, president in office, which was great. But we as a as an African-American people did not walk away with what some of the other people walked away with. Take, for example, I mean, we definitely learned from Trump administration how he went in and he was able to put all those judges in place and do. I mean, he just did whatever he wanted to do, but it just showed he he did what he wanted to do because I, when it was time for them to vote, they had the majority. That's but let me let, let me back we out. Now of that. Have, we now have the majority, yeah. and we have Madam Vice President Kamala to come in there and say, "Okay, this is the way it's going yeah. to be," because she mm-hmm. has the final say. He didn't have the majority for all. That's of right. That stuff. But, but we had to learn from the experience of mobilizing because if African Americans want all the things that we have. Have on our nice list to go forth because that has been more transparent. It, we've been more, it's been, this has been a most transparent race because again, the suppression of, of, of the four years of President Trump, we were like, oh no, we see where this headed no more. We got to get him out of office. When I say it was mobilization and strategization, um, all um, grassroots organizations on the ground, the funding that we had, I mean, the energy to push past this moment. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, there, there, that was not there in between Obama and Hillary. I mean, it, 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 it was not there. It wasn't there. I'm saying that we have learned a whole lot from it. And mm-hmm. just like we're going to hold this particular administration accountable for some things that I asked, that we asked at the beginning. I kept talking when we had D on what is the African American, what is the African American community? What are their wants? What is it that we want? to walk away with when this administration is over with. And I, I want to see that, those things come in fruition after this administration. I think it's going to be huge for him now with jobs because, you know, president, no past president, don't want to say his name, but he's left this place worse than we can possibly imagine. I don't think we really even know the severity of what he has done. And I think when all that comes out, and, and, and just in my experience over the years, I just found it always difficult when Democrat uh, presidents come in after Republicans. It's, it's always been four years of trying to clean up their mess before you mm-hmm. can even work your agenda. 
So it's going to be difficult for this president. He has an aggressive agenda, but it's it's going to take a lot. It's it's just going to take a lot. I know he want to get through a lot. I know COVID is is top on the list. I know he signed executive orders, but it's just going to take a lot. And and I'm I'm totally with you on the agreement. And maybe that could have been what happened after the Biden. I mean the Obama administration is why this other fool got in because you did you heard a lot of of people talking different I've heard a lot of conversations too but and when I was just speaking and I know Vicky said I speak about the 100 it's not I'm speaking about the 100 I'm speaking about what I'm doing I can't talk for other people what other people want to do but I like to speak on what the Lord does and what the Lord. And you know what I'm joking with you. Get off this call, you know, <laughs> it's it's, it's, but it's work. I mean, it's work. I mean, it's, it's no fun. I mean, I, I have no fun ahead of me. Yeah. You know, because I take what we do seriously. You know, mm-hmm. I take this election seriously. I take my vote that I went and, and cast seriously. And so, yes, we're going to hold these people accountable. And I hear everything E is saying, and we right, we don't want to fall in that pit. But it's going to take work. It's really going to take. A, a lot of, of trying to be in con- communi- constant communications with them. I think it's, it's the fact that she is in office now. I think that's a, a huge plus for us. I really mm-hmm. think she's mm-hmm. going to really work. I, mm-hmm. I think she's going to really work. And I think we'll probably really see uh, a lot of her work. I, I think she's not going to let the American people down. I think she, she has done some phenomenal work just before when she even come to this point. So I'm really just trusting in, in, in her and, and the president that um, we're going to really see something different in, in the change that we've been talking about. Well, um, tonight's conversation has been been so fun. And but bef- and I know it's almost close to an end, but I want to ask this question. So if you had the opportunity um, to go to um, the inauguration this year, what color coat uh, would you have worn? <laughs> Tell me, what would you have? Would you have rocked your Chucks DeLois or um, what color would you have worn? So I have been thinking, so I'll go first um, because I do love gloves. I think I would have done all cream because I love winter white. And I may have just done a hint of red. And yes, I would have sported a, a red um, winter hat. <laughs> well, since I was going, I already had my tie and everything together. You know, my daughter had bought me a white coat, so I had my white coat. You know, I, I have plenty of hats, so I had my my fur hats, all that, because it's cold up in DC. And yes. so, you know, gonna rock the mink, all those wonderful things, you know, because I like to dress up. And so, this was an opportunity. We were gonna dress up. We were gonna be. We were going to be looking good. So I had everything. Now, you all would laugh at me. Do I have chucks today? No. But I probably pull out all my designer boots and I had those ready. So uh, that's what I had ready. Uh, a lot of white. I was wearing white and black. And that's what I love, black. Mm-hmm. So those were my colors. Yeah. White. See, I would have I would have I would have rocked some black, too. I like black and white mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and. The evening tuxedo coat that um, Madam First uh, Vice President had on that evening. Uh-huh. That was me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I what color I was, was it, Joyce? Yeah. 
Yeah, black. It, it was black. It was black. Okay. It, was, it was when it was when the during the evening program with the fireworks and everything. I yes, think we were we were in Bible study, so I caught it later. <laughs> but uh, but I love black, and uh, I would have had to have on me a, a fedora. I would have had yes. to fall up in there with that hat. <laughs> so I would have had on. A, I would have had on this bad black jacket. With uh, a pantsuit like, uh, you know, First Lady Michelle had. And then everything would have been black. And then I would have had that fedora on with a white band around. I wouldn't have spoke to nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Just just walk on by. Walk on by. (laughs) I would have had hats a lot. I do. Um. And I have been looking for a new hat, and I and I just found one with uh, a black um, brim and everything, but underneath is red. And so I just showed it to my husband. I said, "It's time for a new hat. It's kind of like a fedora, but a, a little step ahead." But I'm a black person, Joyce, for lots of reasons, a lot of good reasons. I like it; slenderizes me. It presents me best. And um, and uh, I would have just had all black on. I would have had a, had a long black coat, kind of like, you know, they had on and um, no gloves. Absolutely no gloves. But I would and I wouldn't have did chucks because vanity makes me wear heels, even if I have to tip and sit. <laughs> oh, my God. In my heels, and then sit down. <laughs> I love heels. I just can't wear them as long as I used to. So it is a nice dream to have, uh, Pastor E, what would we have looked like if we had been in Washington? Perhaps maybe one day we'll go. Yes, we shall go. We shall go. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Please don't forget to subscribe to all of our podcasts. Um, We're on all podcast platforms. If you have not subscribed to our Facebook page, please make sure that you do that. Uh, We would love for you to pull up to the table every time we go live. Um, Thank you for joining us um, tonight and have a wonderful, wonderful um, good evening. Good night.